When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Yeah, man, I'm Berber. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Gang. I got out to jail. Can't wait till they come home. Even if they living right, I'ma still doing wrong. I was say for good. All right, today we got bruh bruh jumping yeah. off the porch with us today. What's up with my nigga, man? What's going on, man? How you yeah. feeling? Cool, chilling, working. For sure. It's dope to have you here with us, though, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you. Nah, I appreciate you, gang. So what you out here working on in Atlanta? I came out here to uh, fuck with Buka right now. Me and Buka supposed to shoot this video. We recorded a song probably like a week ago called Wounded Soldier. So we just working on that. Finna shoot a video to that bitch. Shout out my nigga Buka. Shout out Buka, man. Yeah. How often do you get the chance to come out here to Atlanta? A minute. I just started coming back probably like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Other than that, I ain't been here like five years. Why so long? There will be shit out here for me to do. Yeah. How does it compare back home to West Oakland? Nah, it's different. Nah, it's the same, but it's different. Only thing different, way motherfuckers talk out here. And y'all walk around with y'all, they walk around with their guns out. Yeah. Like, that shit legal. They walk around with them in their back pocket, just hanging, and open them bitches concealed. Yeah. Ain't see none of that shit. So it's just a little different, but it's cool though. It's the black Hollywood. For sure. <laughs> so for those who wouldn't know, how would you describe home in West Oakland? Uh, treacherous, grimy, hard to make it out there, bitch. Hella political, hella political. Man, shit, but it's cool though. Same yeah. shit, same shit. It's home. Home, straight so. up. How would you describe your childhood coming up? I had a good childhood, it rough. I won't, I won't regret shit though. Like how I was raised, like I won't take nothing back. Yeah. I didn't got shot, went to jail, all type of shit. I won't take none of that shit back. I didn't got crossed up. I won't take none of it back, because that shit made me who I am today. So, it was cool, I had a cool childhood. Valuable life lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lessons. For sure. When would you say you jumped off the porch? Probably like, we been hella bad though. Well, I've been bad since like first grade, bad as hell running through my hood. So, probably like around 12, 12. 13. What would you say is the biggest life obstacle you overcame? Uh, trying to put music first, like right now. Like, I do music like 24 seven. Like, it's hella hard to get me on my element. Like, you can, you can talk hella shit on IG, you ain't gonna take me on my element. You can say I'm a rat, you can say all oh, type of shit, you ain't gonna take me on my element because I'm so focused. But at the same time, that shit be hard. Especially when you used to just going at a nigga neck and then you just calm that shit down. Like, you just like conditioning yourself. You feel me? But I say that's probably one of the hardest obstacles, just like ignoring shit and keep working, keep pushing. I know this music shit gonna pay off. If this Straight shit up. work, I'll be good. 
What was the biggest life lesson you learned growing up? Growing up? Uh, seeing people true colors, man. Like, a motherfucker be around you your whole life with a, with a uh, agenda, a hidden agenda. So you would think a motherfucker be your best friend the whole time. They just be trying to just get shit off you. Hoping you make it. Like with the music shit, motherfuckers probably just hoping out both, praying out blow. So they're around me all the time, 24 seven. Just playing the nigga hella close, hella close. Thinking the nigga go make it and shit. So like, that shit, you end up catching up to that shit. Like, cause you, go, you can only hide it for so long. So a motherfucker instantly go, or eventually go show their true colors. And then when they do, you be like, damn. Hopefully it ain't to the point to where they, you just fucked up. Cause it get to the point where a motherfucker kill your ass, you ain't go no. So it's just too late. But yeah. if a motherfucker do something that's hella fucked up, you be like, damn, this whole time that should have hurt you. So now I'd be like, it's hella hard for me to trust motherfuckers. Yeah. You I know what I'm saying? That. I feel that. So when would you say you started making music? Like around 12, 12 years old. Yeah. And what motivated you to start? My brother. That nigga bought me, uh, he had found some tapes and shit, me rapping. A little, little microphone, you know how you, you had a little radio, then you plug the, tape, the, yeah. tape, the uh, tissue in the tape, yeah. and then you just record over the shit. Yeah. yeah, so I used to record over that shit. He found them bitches. By next Christmas, I had a whole studio. I was just recording like that. He got me a studio, I just been recording every since. On and off, most serious and up, most serious every time I go. I get most serious every time I go. That's hard. And who would you list as some of your musical influences? Probably uh, Juvenile for sure. At 400 Degrees, that's my best. That's my best CD ever, even to this day. And it's hella game in that shit. Uh, people from the Bay, probably like E-40, Tupac, Jay-Z, little shit like that. So, And when would you say you started taking music serious full time? 2020. And like November, when I did that shit with Trap Boy Freddy, cause I came back like, I'm finna put money into this shit. So when I came back rapping, I just like, man, I need some features. So I could just grab everybody's attention. So I just put money into that shit. So I paid for that feature, you know what I'm saying? So I paid for the feature, the video, all that shit. So I'm like, man, this shit's serious. I gotta keep going, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you got so much money invested. So that's when I feel like I got serious. That's real. How did you get your rap name? Uh, I had that shit for hella long. My shit used to be Burba the Gorilla. I just came like, Burba is like something we used to say in like 06. Like 04, 05, 06. You, if you go to the Bay around 05, everybody was saying Burba. Everybody. Like, I just named myself, like I stuck with it. Like, even though the shit got, the slang got old and outdated, I still kept it because it was hella friends from my childhood that used to say that shit. Like, cold nights we used to be on the block, like, nigga, bruh, bruh, this, bruh, bruh, that, all, all day. We say, bruh, 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 all day. So it'd be like, when I keep that name, it, it keep me reminded where I came from type shit. You know what I'm saying? Them cold nights. Like, on my nigga Measy, he used to say that shit. Keys, R.P., Keys, Measy, Measy, all them used to say, bruh, bruh, all the time. We always say that shit. So I just stuck with it. So I can remember where I came from. So when I when my when my name do get hella big, I'm like, yeah, y'all don't even know what this brother shit means. Something big behind this shit. Yeah. You feel me? That's real. 
What is it that you want listeners to take away from your music? Like, Oakland, like the, Oakland right now ain't really no, there's hella talent up, out there, but ain't no superstar talent out that bitch. Like, I want to show motherfuckers that like, nigga, we can bring this shit back. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can bring this shit back. I can bring it back. So when you listen to my shit, like, I got a story to tell too. Even though it's like every, every hood nigga down there got the same story down there. It's just on different blocks. And people deal with shit different. That's why when you hear people rap, they deal with it different. Like you would hear uh, NBA young boy, like he, he, he sing his pain out, ride wave. It'd be like hella sad with it, you know what I'm saying? But that's how he deal with his problems, he just put in his music. But my shit is like, I deal with my shit too. Like I kind of sing my shit out. Like, cause it be to the point to where I can't rap it no more. Like I be having like always sing that shit. So, like, every time I go to the studio, like turn the auto tune on, sing that shit, so I can sing that shit out. But just to show motherfuckers that you can be the big, coming from Oakland, you can be big as hell. You just gotta keep going, switch your shit up. Straight up. And you can be superstar status. For sure. But if you stay in that little, that little local shit, you gonna get big, but only in your city. And probably, probably other couple states that fuck with you, but that shit ain't gonna go too far, especially if you put a lemon cap on yourself. I just popped the lemon cap off, now I'm gone. Yeah. You feel? Real still though. How would you describe your current thoughts on the rap game? Yeah, I, I, I like the rap game right now. I feel like it's hella talent. And it's getting, it's to the point to where tomorrow it could be somebody going crazy. Mm -hmm. Somebody can pop up tomorrow from way somewhere else going crazy. Cause even like right now, Atlanta going crazy. What pool shot you from? Memphis. Memphis. Hella Memphis niggas going crazy. You know what I mean? Everybody just going crazy. So I, I like this shit. It's, and I'm, I'm uh, compatible. So it's like, I like being with, with, the, with the best. You yeah. feel me? It make me want to go harder. You feel me? So I like, the, I like it right now. It's competition. Yeah. It ain't hella, no distant little Uzi Vert, but it ain't hella Uzi verse and like, What's that nigga name? Be rapping hella. Playboy Cardi. Yeah, Playboy Cardi ain't that type of shit. No disrespect to them. They got their little name, but it's more street niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like telling their stories in different ways. So I want to tell my street story in a different way too. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. I feel that. What would you say is the biggest risk you took that paid off? The, the dark shit. I paid a lot of money for that shit. But at the same time, that shit like, we built a relationship. You know what I'm saying? No, now I fuck with it. Now we down there do, do a song for free. You know what I'm saying? Just because like, we would never be in the same places on the level he on. Like I would have never be in the, in the same studios he be in because I just don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had no point to come to Atlanta, so I ain't gonna see me in Atlanta at the studio that he be in. I'd be way somewhere else. But now it's like, we, we did that little shit, the little verse and little shit, so now it's like, man, you a real nigga. Damn, you a real nigga too. So now it's like, yeah, we like this. So now I can pull up, or he can pull up, or whatever. I can call a nigga, or whatever. But that shit, that shit paid off. And then just got, it got hella attention on me. You feel me? Now, now like when I go uh, view my, my shit to see who listen to my music, it's everywhere now. Like that shit all in Chicago. Like I got down there like 100,000 listeners in Chicago, 
50,000, 100,000, New York, uh, Miami, just everywhere, just hell of different states. At first it was just California, Texas, now that shit everywhere now. What would you say is the biggest sacrifice you had to make for your career? Standing up to like political ties, as far as like, a lot of motherfuckers be scared to do a song with this motherfucker because they fuck with this motherfucker. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got my own problem. So if these two niggas got problems and they from a whole nother state, I want to go do a song with him and I want to do a song with him. But I got to step up and be like, yeah, I'm with that. I want to do a song with you and I want to do a song with you. I ain't got nothing to do with none of y'all shit. So it'd be like, at the same time, like, if you fuck with this nigga hella tough or you fuck with this, you fuck with him enough to be, he could be like, I respect it. If he the real nigga, he'd be like, yeah, I respect it. But if he ain't, he'd be like, man, hell no, you fuck with the ops or you fuck with them niggas. Mm -hmm. But it just take a lot of, I had to sacrifice a lot of shit to even say shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of niggas ain't doing that shit. And I feel like nigga, I'm a, I'm a gangster too. So I stand up to that shit like, man, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like you go fuck with me or you ain't. But I ain't, it ain't to the point to where I'm finna be with you and I'ma set him up, or I'ma be with him, I'ma set you up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's music, I'ma do a song with you, I'ma do a song with you, and that's that. But if we got a real, like a real ass bond, I wouldn't even think about doing no shit like that. But at the end of the day, this shit business. But a lot of niggas don't be like that. A lot of niggas be doing this music shit and they do a song with this nigga, all of a sudden they brother, brother, brother. Now they love each other and I, I love you, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with that's because a lot of niggas be searching for help. Like niggas be having problems, niggas be like, yeah, man, come on, let's be my ally, come fuck with me, fuck them niggas. You don't even know why them niggas got problems. Them niggas can have problems because he done fucked his bitch. I don't even do that shit. Like, I don't, I don't even have problems with niggas if, I, if a nigga fuck my bitch or I fuck his bitch. We ain't finna have no problems over no women, bro. But they probably do. And you want to come fuck with him and brother, brother him, now you got problems over a bitch. So it's like, it just be hella shit, man. So I just had to stand up. You feel me? That's Break real. the cycle type shit. I feel that. How would you describe the music scene back at home in West Oakland right now? Ugh. They going crazy right now. It's hella people that's going crazy. But it's a lot of people that, oh, it's cool. But motherfuckers ain't go, a lot of motherfuckers ain't gonna get that far. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of motherfuckers ain't gonna get that far. Just because of the way they rap. Like I know niggas who, who got hella features but his style is so much of the same, don't nobody listen to that shit. Like, I be going hella places now, like I really travel, like I could be, yeah, like, I was at the studio not too long ago, like a month ago, out of state. And the nigga was like, man, I ain't even know you was from Oakland. Like, Oakland niggas rap pillar weird, we don't even listen to Oakland music, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I just raised the bar a little bit, and I'm trying to get everybody else to raise the bar. But at the end of the day, niggas be in their own bag, so it just is what it is. I feel that. Talk about the Bay Area's impact on the music scene and culture overall. Yeah, I know we had something to do with the independent game for sure. As far as like E-40, Too Short, selling their shit out the trunk. I know they did that. And Master P came out there, then he took the game, then he left. So now like, the whole world became independent type shit. So 
I know he has something to do with that independence. And that shit, that's one of the main reasons I'm independent. Like, I feel like I can do it. Yeah. That's hard. Let's take it back to Quarantine in Houston featuring Dirt. That's at 1.2 million views. Yeah. Did you, like you said, did you ever expect it to get that big? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I really expected it to be better. I thought it was going to be more, but I didn't throw hella, like, fake ass views and ads and all that shit. I just let it do what it did organically. Yeah. So I can really see, you know what I mean? My numbers and shit. But, yeah. That's I'm hard. happy with it though, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Shouts out the Lamb featuring Fulio. Yeah. Damn near a quarter mil. Yeah. Did you expect that to do what it did? Nah, really. I thought it was gonna do like 50, 60. In a couple of weeks, that bitch did 200. So mm. yeah, I'm happy with that for sure. Shout out Fulio. How did you link up with Fulio? At, uh, LA, we was in LA at the, uh, at the studio. We both had the same little distribution. So he be at Create and I be at Create. So we down there bumped, on, bumped into each other, like that type of shit. And then he just hopped on it. I really was on live, I asked my fans, like, fully all right, nigga, throw it. I wanna put the nigga on the song. Everybody said, yeah, so I just put him on it. That's hard as yeah. hell. That shit came on hard too. And we remixed Big 30 beat. Uh, shouts out to Vic. It just really makes shouts out to Lamb. Shout out uh, Big Thirty. Right, right. What about Don't Understand Me featuring Trap Boy Fred? Yeah, that's when I first started taking rap serious. That's when I like, man, who the fuck could I? I was in I was in Dallas hella much at that time. So I was like, man, who the fuck could I get out here that's going crazy? And my niggas was like, man, Trap Boy Fred, you going crazy right now? Like, fuck with him. And he already fuck with him on some street shit. So I'm like, all right, come on, call him. I already had the song recorded. I sent it to him. He, I think I said to him on a Tuesday, he sent that bitch Wednesday night. He sent it back Wednesday night. Like, he was done like that. And we just went out there and shot the video. Cool. Nigga, he was shot in hella shit. He was shot up. He still came out and recorded that bitch. Crazy. Real that's nigga. Crazy I fuck nigga. with that boy, Freddy. For sure, that's my nigga. For sure. Are there any plans for an upcoming project? Yeah. My shit called Farewell to the Bottom. In a couple months, I'm going to be dropping. I don't got no dates yet. But I'm recording hella soon. I'm just going through the songs right now. I know I probably got over like a hundred songs right now. I'm just trying to pick the hardest ones. That's real. Talk to us about your grind as an independent artist. My what? Your grind as an independent artist. Yeah, everything. I do everything on my own. Even this interview. Like I put this shit together on my own. You know what I mean? Uh, all the sites I pay to put my shit up. Everything I do. But it feels kind of good. Cause every time I ask a motherfucker, they be like, yeah, I'm gonna call you back. We're gonna put it together tomorrow. And then hella, hella days go by. And that shit will make you lose motivation. It's like, man, I don't wanna do this shit no more. You know what I'm saying? But when you constantly working on your own, you can see shit happen. So yeah. like, I, I love being independent, for real. I ain't really, uh, I ain't really saw hella, hella money yet, like I want to, but I know it's gonna come. I just gotta keep grinding. Would you ever consider signing to a major label situation? Hell yeah, if there's enough money. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> Hell yeah. Straight up. Hell yeah. What else are you working on right now? Uh, I just did some shit with, uh, I did some features too. I did one, I did one with my nigga Waymo Benz. He from, he from the rich, he from Richmond. Shout out my nigga. I did some shit with Lil Bean. He from San Francisco, the city. And who else I did some shit with? Just hella people, I'm just getting on everybody's shit. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to go crazy. I feel that. 
Any last words and shout outs? Yeah, man. Shout out to my nigga Book. He's from Richmond. I did some shit with him. We got a tape coming, matter of fact. We were calling that bitch 4900. Okay. Yeah, yeah sure man. That's it. Appreciate having you today, bro, bro. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Gang. I got ops in jail. Can't wait till they come home. Even if they living right, I'ma still doing wrong. I was safe for goose, but I don't know what side of you on. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.